Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. Hey everybody, welcome to Golf Strategy School. My name is Marty and you have found the podcast that is dedicated to helping the average golfer, the weekend golfer, get over that milestone score of breaking 90 or breaking 100 if that's still what you're working at. We are coming to you from the Super Speed Golf Studio. If you want to learn how to hit your clubs further, all you have to do is dig a little bit into the science of overspeed training that Mike and Kyle have put together, and you can learn exactly how they build that improvement into your swing with their Super Speed Golf System. If you want to check that out, you can hear my interview with them at golfstrategyschool.com slash superspeed. And don't forget that if you do end up heading over to superspeedgolf.com, you can get 10% off your entire order with promo code GOLFSTRATEGY. Today's podcast episode, we are talking about the iron swing versus the driver swing. Let's get to it. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School Podcast where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. All right, so when it comes down to golf, especially for higher handicap golfers, one of the biggest challenges that we run into is learning the differences and like the reasons why uh, we have differences between our iron swing and our driver swing. Each club is completely unique, and really there's some guidelines, just some some background information that if you understand the differences is going to help you really improve your ball striking with these different clubs. So unless you're Bryson DeChambeau and you've got all your irons the same length and you understand uh, you know, how all of that works, you should really just take a little bit of time here and learn how these two different swings work and I really think it'll help you get a lot of improvement quickly because for a lot of people, there's just a fundamental thing that they might not know about. Once they understand how it works, it becomes much easier to actually execute changes that they need to make. So when we're talking about the kind of standard amateur golfer in that 18 handicap range, consistent golf starts with understanding the setup for really every swing and every club in the bag. If we're talking about hitting a ball 250 yards down the fairway with a driver, that is going to be a different approach than hitting your 8-iron 135 or 140 yards into a green. So we're going to talk about some of the similarities, and mainly, really, the most importantly here is the differences between that iron swing and the driver swing. So with the driver swing, 
We're talking about every single time you hit that shot with a driver, you should be swinging up at the ball. It's teed up in the air for a reason. And you're using a very low lofted club. If you look at like the TrackMan numbers, because that's all over like the the PGA Tour uh, broadcasts now, they've got the TrackMan stuff all over. You're oftentimes seeing that the launch angle is a higher degree than the actual degree of the club. So when we're kind of combining these factors and forces, you're swinging up on the ball to get more air and get that carry that everybody's after. So it also means that you're going to have a slightly different setup in terms of the ball position in your stance. Uh, With the driver, we're talking about having the ball just inside of your front heel, so it makes it easier to swing up at. Now, if we can break this down in as simple a way as possible, the stance is going to be wider with the driver than an iron, and that's going to help us promote more power. If we had a narrow stance with our driver, it's going to cause our right shoulder to be too high, and we're going to have these inconsistent, weaker uh, ball strikes. When you take that wider stance, your left shoulder is actually going to be a little bit higher than your right, and that, again, helps you hit up on the ball and get as much power behind it as possible. That wider stance, and by wider stance, I mean you know having your feet probably just outside of shoulder width apart to help get that weight behind the ball and then transfer it back through the ball. Uh, The ball is going to be inside, again, that front heel, and then the handle of the club is then going to be just behind the ball. When we keep working backwards, our actual head, we are going to have that slightly behind the handle. And when we do this, it just helps develop that very subtle, natural tilt that helps you swing up into the ball. This is going to help you get a higher launch angle, which gives you more carry, more power, and really who's going to argue with more distance off the tee. Now, one of my favorite drills, and this falls into, I like kinesthetic drills, tactile drills, where you don't necessarily have to think about like club position, club position, club position. This is a drill where you just simply react. You have one goal. So, Here, what we're talking about in order to make sure we're hitting up on the ball is I want you to take another tee and I want you to tee it about six inches in front of the ball. So down the target line, Uh, what we're doing now is we're trying to just take our normal swing, hit up on the ball and miss the tee that's six inches beyond the ball. If we miss the tee, it means we're doing the right thing. We're swinging up on the ball. If we hit the tee, it means that we're actually coming a little bit down on the ball and we're not getting our maximum output. So nice, simple drill. You don't have to think about anything other than don't hit the tee. So iron swing. Iron swings are going to be a little bit different here because the biggest difference, the biggest change we're going to make is that swinging an iron means we're swinging down on the ball. So unlike the driver where we're trying to pick it and lift it up, the iron has more loft, so it is helping us get the ball up in the air. We don't need to hit up on it. We actually want to hit down on it. Uh, One of my students, Paul, he had mentioned to me that he actually didn't know whether or not he he was supposed to hit the ground, whether or not divots were good. And, you know, we talked about kind of the science behind it that, yes, you do want to take a divot. You just want to make sure you hit the ball first. And so swinging down on the ball, 
puts backspin on it, which helps it get more airborne. Uh, we're just going to make sure that we want to strike that ball just before the ground. So when we talk about some other subtle differences, uh, one of them is going to be ball position. Ball position with an iron is going to be more in the middle of the stance, and the stance itself is going to be more narrow. Uh, when we talk about the driver being just outside shoulders, I want your irons to be perfectly like dead below your your stance is going to be dead below your shoulders. So they're going to be easier to get that nice downward motion, that nice pendulum down in and through the ball. And by having that ball position a little bit back, your hands are actually going to be leaning ever so slightly forward beyond the ball. And it's going to give you just a little bit of forward shaft lean. And what this does is it helps encourage that striking down on the ball. And it helps kind of build lag naturally. <clears throat> and that's really what leads us to that, you know, super explosive power. So again, just a quick little breakdown of that iron swing. The ball's in the middle, essentially right, right on your breastbone, on your sternum. And then you're going to have your hands just in front of your zipper, kind of just inside your, your front leg. Stance is going to be directly below your shoulders, just a little bit more narrow than your driver. And then lastly, we're swinging down on the ball, making sure that we hit the ball just before we hit the ground. Now, we talked about this in an episode uh, a little while ago about how we can stop hitting the ground first. So this is kind of that next evolution of that. Uh, we're going to make sure we're taking a divot. We're just making sure that that divot comes after the ball. So you got the proper setup for the iron. Next is the swing. Like we talked about before, irons, we're going to hit the ball first. Then we're going to hit the ground. One of the best drills that we can do, and it's very similar to uh, you know a lot of that process that we talked about of not hitting the ball first, is just take a towel. It can be your golf towel. It can be an old bath beach towel. Just fold it in half. And lay it on the ground just a few inches behind your ball. So this towel is probably going to line up just inside of your back heel. And the idea is that we're just going to hit balls, and we're going to make sure that we don't hit the towel. So we're coming down on the ball, our weight's moving forward through the swing, and that lets us make contact with the ball first, and then actually take our divot and finish the swing. So before you play again, make sure that you actually do understand the fundamental differences here between these swings. Driver swing, we're coming up on it. Iron swing, we're coming down on it. Driver swing, we're going to have a little wider stance. Iron swing, we're going to have a little narrower stance. If you have these differences in mind while you're warming up on the range, you're going to feel a lot more solid shots on the range. You're going to feel a lot more confident over the ball, and hopefully you're going to have a better round. So once you have more familiarity with this, you'll be able to adapt it into all your different swings, and lower scores will be on their way. So I hope that works out for you. Let me know how it goes. I will catch everybody in the short grass. Oh, before I sign off, I forgot to tell you. I've actually started an Instagram uh, account. It's Golf Strategy School. Nothing new there. Make sure you jump over on Instagram and follow me. I do a lot of kind of like lunchtime tips where I'll just sit at my car and I'll do like a little brief two, three minute talk. Uh, just a way for me to pass on tips in a little bit more bite-sized way. So Instagram, Golf Strategy School. All right, everybody. Cheers. Catch you in the short grass. Bye.
All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of the this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.